This is On The Left Side, The Funny Football Show. So, I never thought this day would actually happen. I can't believe it. Arsene Wenger is leaving Arsenal. Oh, my word. I'm Jim. It's time to get funny with football. If you like listening to this silly little show, then make sure you've subscribed by clicking the big button on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or however you listen to podcasts. That way, you will never miss another show. If you aren't quite sure how to do that, then head over to ontheleftside.co.uk and you'll find all the links you need, along with a load of other funny football stuff. But for now, listen to this! With the Premier League all sewn up and Britain beginning to feel like the Costa del Sol, it's no real shock that some people's minds are turning to the summer and the inevitable managerial merry-go-round that the season brings. Will Pep be able to follow up his incredible title-winning season? Will a big club swoop for the gravelly-voiced worm-eater Sean Dyche? Will anybody be certifiably insane enough to give Alan Pardew another job? We just don't know. But we can have some fun trying to work it all out. One of the likely changes at the top at the end of the season will be Everton, where despite an improvement in fortune, slightly, Sam Allardyce's unique mix of self-congratulatory bullshit and turgid football has got a few fans' backs up. So much so, in fact, that the club's powers that be decided the sensible thing to do would be to send out a survey to fans to see exactly how much love there is for Big Sam. It's a bit like one of those tell-us-how-we-did online questionnaires you sometimes get after you've had a meal out at a big chain restaurant. You know the type. Answer this survey for your chance to win a free Chinese buffet and a pint of wine. That kind of thing. This was never going to go well. Asking Everton fans to rate their manager is like asking Juventus fans their opinion on Michael Oliver. Maybe unsurprisingly, as any man asked to give an opinion on his own death warrant would no doubt believe, Big Sam doesn't think that handing out the survey to fans was the club's greatest ever idea. Right, the survey, all right. The marketing, director of marketing and communications has clearly slipped up, all right. It was a big mistake. When you say mistake, do you mean error of judgment or a mistake as in somebody got the wrong memo? Somebody mistakenly told someone to write a survey, then someone else mistakenly created the survey questions before another individual mistakenly sent it out to thousands of Everton supporters. Seems like a whole load of mistakes, doesn't it? But then again, this is the same Everton who have conceded 54 goals this season, more than West Brom. So the concept of mistakes is hardly anything unusual. But there was one big question left for Big Sam, even after he'd specifically said he did not want to score himself on the survey. Go on, what would you give yourself? <laughs> off. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> Can't argue with that, really. I mean, he, he does realise it's out of a hundred, doesn't he? Who knows what this means for the future of Allardyce, but I'd say he had every right to walk away from Everton with his head held high, the way he's been dicked about this season. And you'd say exactly the same thing about Arsene Wenger, who is busy packing his bags in North London right now. I think the general reaction to Wenger's announcement that he would be stepping down as Arsenal manager at the end of the season was perfectly summed up by fellow podcaster True Geordie. Today's a good day, isn't it? It's a good day because we are never going to have to listen to that fucking Wenger in, Wenger out debate ever a fucking again. Thank God. 
But we shouldn't just be thinking of ourselves and the tedium of the whole debate. Just consider the impact on the economy that this news will have. The makers of Wenger Outsigns will no longer have any call for business. The guys on Arsenal TV aren't going to be able to pull in those delicious clicks with inexplicably angry rants about Arsenal anymore. And what about the guy who flies the planes with banners over North London? Did Wenger even consider him when making his decision? Did he? Mm-hmm. Suddenly, from negativity, there's a fair amount of love for the Frenchman, with former gunner Paul Merson, in a rare moment of speaking a tiny bit of sense, backing the club to rename the Emirates after him. That's his stadium. He built it. He made that stadium. Even if they called it the Emirates Arsene Wenger Stadium, he deserves to be on that. It's a great idea, as long as you also replace the entrance and exit signs with Wenger in and Wenger out ones. Actually, thinking about it, the club's already named after him, isn't it? Surely that should be enough. In truth, Arsene Wenger shouldn't be remembered for his team's poor displays or his refusal to see anything on the pitch that put his team in a bad light. But he should be remembered as a visionary that came and changed the philosophy of football, not just at Arsenal, but in the Premier League. As a man who gave us players like Robert Perez, Dennis Bergkamp, Alexi Sanchez, Terry Henry, and a man who once went an entire season without getting beaten in the English top flight. A feat that likely will never be repeated. Not to mention he finished fourth in the league a couple of times too. But there is one lasting impact he had on the world of football that no one will forget. As Times journalist Alison Rudd, speaking on Five Live, reminded us all. Other fans envied. They envied the style of their play. They envied the sort of exotic nature of their manager. Who, you know, we actually remember he's the guy who brought broccoli to England. He brought broccoli to England. That can't be right. I'm checking Wikipedia. Here we go. Broccoli was brought to England from Antwerp in the mid-18th century by Peter Shearmakers. Arsene Wenger invented broccoli. What a load of bollocks. I bet that Peter fella was probably responsible for Arsenal's back-to-back FA Cup wins in 2014 and 2015 as well. Wenger, you fraud. What a legacy, eh? The man who brought broccoli to English football. Part football manager, part greengrocer. Still, it's out with the old and in with the new as a brand new face is making his move into football management. Joey Barton has been unveiled as the brand new manager of Fleetwood Town, where he will take up his post on June the 3rd. As soon as he's finished serving his ban for 1,260 breaches of FA betting regulations. The announcement was officially made by the club chairman, Andy Piley, who said... This is a huge appointment for Fleetwood Town Football Club. He means this appointment, doesn't he? And I'm sure all the fans share the same emotion. Barton isn't exactly the kind of character you would expect to be going into football management. Just look at his past. Punching Gamas Pedersen when he played for Newcastle. Six months spent in prison for common assault, giving a black eye to a QPR teammate and nicking a coffee machine from Rangers after he stormed out the club. I would have said a four stretch was more likely than a four year contract, but I guess the one big thing he has going for him is experience as a player and surely those top flight expertise are going to help and inspire the young players coming through the ranks at Fleetwood. Listen lads, gather round, gather round. Now boys, we've got a lot of younger lads here at the club and I'm going to be looking at the senior players to take on certain responsibilities. 
So at least if you older guys, I want you to buddy up with a younger player. Keep him nice and close. And then stub a cigar out in his eyes. Smashing. Only time will tell if Joey has what it takes to sit in the big seat in the dugout. But if I was a bookies in Fleetwood right now, I'd probably think twice about taking any wages on Joey Barton's tenure coming to an early end. Particularly if they come from a man going by the name of Bowie Jarton. Right, that's it. We are done for another show. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very, very much. We would love you to help us grow this podcast and bring the football funny to even more people. So why not tell a friend or two? or post about this show on social media. If you do that, share the love, tag us in. At On The Left Side if you're doing it on Twitter. We'll be back on Monday, Thursday. We'll be back on... It's my dog. We'll be back on Thursday with another show. See you then. Adios. On The Left Side is written and produced by Jim Salverson and Ant McGinley for Abrupt Audio.